What's going on, everybody? How's everybody doing out there in the good world? Hope you guys are happy. Hope you guys are staying safe. Today, uh, I just felt good. Just felt like watching an episode of SpongeBob. SpongeBob SquarePants. Just a classic. We'll get into the show. I'll get into the, uh, you know, the reasons I, I enjoy the show, the reasons why I hated the show at some moments. But let's go ahead and start. We're going to start with Season 2, Episode 36. A lot of episodes here. Jellyfish Hunter, and then we're going to follow it with the Fry Cook Games. All right? So let's go ahead and press play. Oh, I need this one here. Okay, here we go. It's 11 minutes and 23 seconds. So it's it's half an episode. That's how they like to do it. So let's go ahead and start it in 3, 2, 1, play. Hey, jellyfish Hunter, here we go. Hey, you want to f- <laughs> fuck off, Patrick? <laughs> you want to fuck yourself, Patrick? Oh, yeah, I'd like to. Think so. <laughs> I love Tom Kenny. Probably my favorite voice voice actor of all time. Hands down. I know he's older, I know his voice has changed. So is mine. I used to I used to try to imitate all the cartoons. I mean I used to I don't know if you guys were like me. I'm sure you guys were like me. Wake up Saturday morning, go downstairs, start having a little bowl, a good cereal. And you get a little hyper and you start going fucking crazy. Ah! <laughs> hey Gary, you wanna s- <laughs> you wanna touch my <laughs> you wanna play with my my jellyfish rod, Gary? <laughs> and Gary's like meow. He goes away. He's like, come back, Gary. <laughs> and Mr. Krabs like. Mr. Krabs is the worst character. Honestly, if you have to think about it, Mr. Krabs in SpongeBob, uh, worst character. Not as far as designer thing, just as far as a character goes. He's a piece of shit. <laughs> Treats his employees like shit. Squidward doesn't care. But then again, SpongeBob's an idiot. Squidward doesn't care. So Mr. Krabs has the perfect employees. And that's the whole model of it, right? I mean, just think about it. Imagine this show with Rocco's Modern Life characters. If you guys remember Ro- Rocco's Modern Life, I remember that show. It's a good show. It's one of my favorites. This show is inspired 100% from Rocco. I mean, the the creator worked on Rocco. Tom Kenny was Heifer. Plays uh, SpongeBob, you know. And you got Patrick, who's essentially Heifer. You've got Big Head, you know, the Big Heads. But there's not Mrs. Big Head in SpongeBob, but you have... Squidward, who's the grouchy neighbor. And and then you got uh, Mr. Krabs, who's the boss, the asshole boss. But Mr. Krabs has more of a role in this one, whereas in the comic book store, Rocco's Modern Life, you know, Rocco, every episode was more of an individual story. It didn't really, well, say just like SpongeBob, but in SpongeBob, more characters come back. I guess it's because there's more episodes. I don't know what I'm saying. Listen, I like Rocco's Modern Life more than SpongeBob, but SpongeBob does deserve. SpongeBob, I think, is the apex of the Nickelodeon world. Everything that was made before, all the cartoons that conjured together, were meant to become of some form of a SpongeBob. It was all inspirational, right? Think about it. Everything that came before SpongeBob, what came after SpongeBob that's better than SpongeBob? I mean, I'm just trying to think. What year did SpongeBob come out? Like, I, I do enjoy Spongebob. Spongebob's a great show. I And my qualms with it, I'll tell you my qualms. You ready for this? So, well, let's just start with the story. Listen, let's just start with the main story. Start with some positive. And 
you know, and with some positives. So let's start with this. In when this show came out, I was in grade six, and when if when I first saw it on TV, YTV specifically, the show was just goofy, weird, unique. Unlike it, so I felt. I I remember thinking to myself, "This is like Rocco's Modern Life. This is like Angry Beavers, but the character is perfect. Under the sea, a sponge." I just remember thinking to myself, this is weird right out of the box, and what he's doing is weird. So you got weird on top of weird on top of weird. Ren and Stimpy, a little Ren and Stimpy spice on top with a nice balance. It's got a good balance. It's not over-the-top crazy, but it's it's definitely it's definitely got a good balance. Let's put it that way. Rocco's Modern Life was a great show, but a little slow. A little bit slow and a little maybe too mature for its time. As far You know, adults are watching it. Adults are watching it maybe not as much as they are today, back in the 90s. So it was meant more for a child audience, a children on, children's viewing. So I, I remember watching it and not finding it funny at all, not finding it interesting. and just. But the characters were so cool. The way it was drawn, I just remember the, the world, getting immersed in the world and actually enjoying the world of Rocco's Modern Life. And But the story and everything, I couldn't follow. I just couldn't follow. But later on in life, I, I grew to appreciate the show as far as far as that goes. But SpongeBob SquarePants, just a kooky character, came out in 1999. Does that make sense? Yeah, 1999. So yeah, 1999. It would have been in grade six. No, 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 no. That doesn't make sense. Was uh, SpongeBob out in '99? Okay, yeah, I would have won a Kids Choice Award in '99, so that make that does make sense. Okay, so I would have been in grade five, five or six, something like that. But I look, I remember Scholastic, the uh, the publishing company up here in Canada, or maybe in the U.S. too. I think they had uh, they had SpongeBob books, and I remember getting one, and it was a trivia book, and it had all the trivia of SpongeBob. I remember watching all the episodes, even recording a few of them. There was one I was trying to find, I couldn't find it. It's uh, the one where SpongeBob. And Pat and Patrick go to hang out with Mr. Krabs, and they arrive fashionably late. And they go to a club, and it's called the Wash. And it turns out it's actually a laundromat. And Mr. Krabs is really disappointed. He was thinking he was going to go out on the town with the, with with the SpongeBob and Patrick, and the boys. You know. Oh, there's a Trojan horse right there. Ah, oh, SpongeBob, what a great show! We're gonna watch another episode. Actually, like I said, the next episode after this, this is Jellyfish Hunter. Season 2, episode 36. The one after this is season 2, episode 37. It's called The Fry Cook Games. I just saw the two titles, and I figured, what a what better titles to watch for a first-time viewing of SpongeBob on Too Long? And SpongeBob SquarePants, I don't know how you guys feel about it, but if you're watching, I'm assuming you guys are fans, or I'm assuming you guys maybe haven't heard about it in a while, and it just went on, you know left your radar. The show's still playing, by the way. And Tom Kenny's still doing the voice. He, there was a few episodes. Here's what I'm going to say. Here's what, I was going to get into the qualms, right? But here's what I'll say about the show. When the show started to come out in season one, two, and three, season one is the first unique one. I, I feel like season one is the Hanna-Barbera of, of all the seasons in SpongeBob. It's so vanilla. It's so retro in that respect that SpongeBob, the way it's drawn. Now we're watching season three. And season three looks looks like uh, original Spongebob. I call it original Spongebob, but it's the better of the original Spongebob. Season 2 is when it started to change. It started to get, uh, I would say, a little bit better in the animation, but see, there's something about season 1, the slowness of it, 
with the music and the Hawaiian flow. It's meant to be, you know, chill. It's meant to be relaxed, like on the ocean side. It wasn't meant to be hyper. I, I, I believe that. And when Steven made the show, I think when he, Mr. Hellenberg made the show, bless his soul, by the way, he passed away. That's true. He passed away recently. And, uh, yeah, creator SpongeBob, you know, just a, a pure genius. And he worked on Rocco's Modern Life. So he definitely had an input on two great shows right there. And so season one, two, and three, those are those are my bread and butter. Then you start getting Paul Tibbet as the producer. And it seems like Steven Hellenberg was kind of like, okay, you got your money. Step aside. We're going to get some producers in here. They're going to they're gonna run the show. And that guy ran it for something like six, seven seasons. I don't know. He was there like five seasons. I don't, I don't remember. But when he came in, the show definitely had a different flow to it. It didn't feel as Nickelodeon. It didn't feel as Ren and Stimpy. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you guys can correct me on that. But I, I personally feel like SpongeBob one, season one, two, and three were for sure a heck of a lot different. And I think they were better. Now, Paul Tibbetts in there for a few seasons. Not to say he did anything wrong. There were some episodes in there that are great. There's obviously going to be some good ones. But overall, it just felt the characters changed. Now you've got SpongeBob on, like, SpongeBob's off his Ritalin. Let's, it, let's just put it that way. Right now, SpongeBob on TV from what I last saw with Tom Kenny, who's struggling. I don't think it's his fault. Obviously, he's, he's a growing voice actor. He's getting older. He's trying to do a, the voice of a, basically a, an eight-year-old, if you think about it. An eight-year-old with his nutsack tied. You know, so at the end of the day, Tom Kenny is a legend. And I I think SpongeBob needs to end at some point. I think it's going to, they're going to, they're going to treat it like the the Simpsons. They're going to treat it like uh, Family Guy, maybe to some degree, where they're just going to keep it going. It's always going to make money. And what they're doing w- with it today, I'm a, I'm a bit of a fan. I got to admit, I'm a bit of a fan. Well, here's what I'm a fan of. I'm a, I'm a fan of the comedy. I think what they're doing with it is pretty hilarious. It's slapstick. SpongeBob's just out of the box. It seems like they gave him a big, big syringe of Nickelodeon juice from a, a big jar of ooze they found back in 93, 94. And they said, listen, we found this. Let's inject it into SpongeBob. Let's see what happens. The story's great. Fantastic. What I don't like is the animation, the art. I think it looks too fake. It looks too... When I see children's shows and they look better than that or they, they look the same... I just feel like I'm watching a child's show. And now, right now, I'm on Wikipedia and I'm looking at the logo. And the logo just looks too too bland. Too There's not enough contrast of color. There's not enough going on. And that's just my personal opinion. But let me know what you guys think. Let me know. If, are you guys satisfied with SpongeBob today? Do you guys prefer it? Do you guys think they did a better job? They, let me know where you, when, what generation you're from as well when you do comment on that. Because it's uh, it's it's important to know if you went through the beginning phases of the of the spongebobness <clears throat> if you will because when it first came out that effect it had from within contrast of all the other shows i'm trying to think what else was out at that time let's see 90s 1999 kids shows mr Krabs having a hard time he's got to get those jellyfish juice and angela anaconda the avengers right ed ed nettie Rocket Power. Okay, so Rocket Power was on, but Rocket Power, that's the other thing with Nickelodeon shows. I have my my first, second, and third tier Nickelodeon shows. SpongeBob's at the top. I have to give it that respect. It needs and deserves the respect. When you're at the top, you're going to get the most hate. Just think of it that way. He's like the New York Yankees of cartoons. He's going to get the most hate right now. I'm not a Yankees fan, by the way. 
But I do respect them, of course. They're a great organization. Same like SpongeBob. And I do enjoy SpongeBob. I do enjoy watching a game once in a while. Why not? It's uh, it's good to respect the, the great ones. So SpongeBob SquarePants is definitely going to go down in cartoon history as probably, you know, right down with the Flintstones, the Jetsons. Guys, that was the end of the episode. Let's go ahead and start the next one. Keep uh, keep the flow going. So the next one here is the Fry Cook Season 2, Episode 37, The Fry Cook Games. Here we go. One, two, three. Please. Okay. I'll let you know when it loads. Okay. The Fry Cook Games. Sorry about that. Okay. Jay Lender. Let's see if we see any other names. Tom Yasumi. See, we don't see Paul Dibbett on that one. Look at that 3D. Look at that cool graphics. Yeah, that's computer generator for sure. That looks like straight up. Actually, that looks better than a game. I wish they would have used this. Oh, now we don't have CG anymore. They used it only for two seconds. <laughs> Was it worth it? Were they just playing with the computer? The Fry Cook Games. Please stand by. <laughs> so, yeah, as far as my one, two, and three tiers go uh, for SpongeBob SquarePants, you got SpongeBob at the top, you got Rock, um, Rocco's Modern Life, Ah Real Monster. Some people might put that as a second tier, but I put it at the top. At the top. There it is. Oh, it might be a model, a 3D model, Claymation. Then you've got my, that's my top three. I can't put too many. How many are you going to put at the top, right? You can only have a few. But Angry Beavers might be up there and, and Cat Dog and, and Hey Arnold. They're like my, my A plus, think of it this way, A plus and A and then B plus and B. So just put those in there. Those are my tops. I, uh, I enjoy Fairly Odd Parents. Not too much though. Just maybe a couple episodes. They they can get over strenuous. They're Wanda and uh, Cosmo. They can get a little strenuous on the ears. I find great characters. So I like to mix it up. I like to put them in like a little spice in between a few cartoons. Oh, Plankton giving his best. Plankton does not have a good reputation, but they give him such a chance. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, how can Plankton... What a great character, though. But how can Plankton even contest? It's just genius. Think about it. You've got a dumb... You've got a, an idiotic character like SpongeBob, but the best character, the most innocent character, the most pure-hearted character. Then you have the most sleazy of characters, the boss, whom Miss SpongeBob worships, and his best friend Patrick, who's also not the best uh, at brain power. And you put, hit, you put Squidward in between them, Squidward's going to get downgraded so hard. If Squidward was surrounded by smart people, Squidward would probably be an amazing... He, you know, he'd be inspired. But right now, he's inspiring, and he's not that good. So SpongeBob and Patrick are unfortunately not in good hands as far as education goes in Bikini Bottom. <laughs> but SpongeBob's a fry cook, and that's all he needs. No disrespect to fry cooks out there in the world. I was a fry cook. I still love to dabble on the barbecue. It's fun. And that feeling you get, I'm sure that sentiment you get when you're, you know, in the zone frying. I'm surprised they haven't made more barbecue attire with SpongeBob on it. I'm sure they have, but haven't seen much of it over here. If you're if you're Tom Kenny, are you? I mean, you're for sure loving your craft, obviously. But there's a it, there must come a time and a moment when you go to sleep and you're dreaming SpongeBob. You're living awake. You hear your laugh. 
you hear SpongeBob, people, everybody walking around you is going to recognize you because anyone who's a SpongeBob fan is going to want to look up the face behind the voice. And that's a recognize. I mean, after all these years, Tom Kenny is a recognizable face. I remember there was an episode of, uh, what was it? R.L. Stein stories, night nightmare stories, something like that. And uh, he plays Uncle Howie. And I remember that's just he played a really good role. Like he wasn't necessarily uh, a pro pro actor, but the way he portrayed the character was genius for the role. I don't know if he did that on purpose. Just the cookiness, the the spaciness, the way he's looking blindly, zoned out, and he's like, "Hello, I'm Uncle Howie." Just creep me out. Me and my wife still that's our favorite episode. We still watch it to this day. We'll put it on Uncle Howie. How we doing? How we doing? It's the Uncle Howie show. And he's got that uh, the piano and he's playing in the house. And the kid, the thing is the tone between Uncle Howie who's right out of a cartoon in the house and then the kid acting like you and I as if this would happen to a normal person. The guy's not he's actually acting like like we would like what the fuck's going on, you know? And Uncle Howie's like, "Do you want to be a friend?" <laughs> Imagine having that in your house. It'd be pretty dope, but I'd probably shit my pants nonetheless. So thank you, Tom Kenny. Great actor and great voice actor. Two for one special. All the voice actors in SpongeBob are gold and they're legendary. Plankton is the voice of Filbert, if I'm not mistaken. I think it is. I think it is. But nonetheless, okay, back in, I'm sure you guys know about it, the... Um, you know, the amusement ride when you went to, if you were to go to, uh, you know, Canada's Wonderland or Disney World, they might have had a SpongeBob ride, right? Or Nickelodeon World. I don't know which one they have, but they I remember they had a 3D SpongeBob ride. You sat down and in, you banged into Bikini Bottom Tower and just rode around in a machine with with pickle pickles and oil for fuel and all that. That was a pretty good one. Oh, there's Patrick. <laughs> Is there a cameo of Steven Hillenberg in SpongeBob? I don't remember. I'd have to take a look. But anyways, I was just going over the shows in the 90s, 1999. So yeah, SpongeBob tops the list. Dexter's Lab. That's right, Dexter's Lab, Rugrats. I missed a few. Of course I missed a few. There's some great ones out there, of course. Batman Beyond, yes. I can't believe Batman Beyond is 1999. It feels so... I remember when it came out. It felt so new. Recess. We just did an episode of Recess. Hope you guys tuned in for that one. Keenan and Kel. I love that show. Honestly, that's actually one of my favorite shows. Keenan and Kel. All that. I tried finding all that. I couldn't find it anywhere. They don't have the seasons on uh, online. You can't buy it. I found a few reruns here and there. But that was about it. And that was when... And I, I don't even think I can find an episode now. Well, I mean, if I tried hard, I could probably find one. But but it's not accessible. And I think they're bringing it back, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, Cat Dog. I mentioned that. That's a good one. Monster Rancher. We just did an episode of Monster Rancher. Interesting. Arthur. Speak, oh, I mean, as far as Arthur goes, that's that's a morning show for me, and I never watched morning cartoons in the, during the week. When I say morning, I mean during the week. I was at school, never, ever watched. And I was always at home around 3.30 to 4.30, give or take, between 
grade one to grade, you know, end of high school. So I caught, I would re- either record the shows or I would just watch whatever I had. And SpongeBob was always on, Rugrats, Rocket Power, Dexter's Lab, all these classic shows. So I'm not sure if to you guys these shows are meant to be played in the morning on Saturday mornings. Some of these were for me as well, like Angry Beavers. That show only played Saturday mornings. mornings. But maybe you guys out there in the world, maybe you got it at night. Maybe you got it during the week. I don't know. Recess, yeah. Pokemon. Pokemon's a good one. Pokemon's a classic. Pokemon's a, uh, for me, the cartoon soap opera, just like The Simpsons. That's always going to play. You're always going to have seasons of Pokemon. As long as you keep making the games and they keep buying them, you just have to keep coming up with new Pokemon. Oh, that's the best SpongeBob mode. Deep fried SpongeBob. <laughs> See what I mean? Season three, season two. Look, we have episode thirty-seven. How many ideas did they come up with to come? Let's take a look back. How many episodes in season one? You think? Same thing, roughly the same thing. Forty-one episodes. Now you go back to season three, thirty-seven. Already a hundred episodes in three seasons. South Park had, granted, South Park takes longer, and South Park, my apologies, guys, guys, guys. When I say 37 episodes, you have to divide it by two. All you all you guys screaming at me right now, I love you guys. <laughs> but you're right, you got to divide it by two. But just think about the sequences, okay? Because Rocco's Modern Life, even when I watch Rocco's Modern Life, it's, yeah, you're right, it wasn't split. It wasn't split. You had to watch the episode. SpongeBob split in my case. Oh man, just biting on that. Making braces. Wow. Got the lemon ready to go. Yeah, for himself. <laughs> Patrick's the best. Isn't Patrick the best? Pulls out a business suit. Fantastic show. Honestly, if you're feeling down, if you guys are feeling down of late, anything's going down, keeping you on the on the down swivel. Uh, nothing better than an episode of SpongeBob with two minutes left, just to cheer you up, cheer you up with a good bucket of clams and SpongeBob. Now look at SpongeBob's color; he looks a little bit lighter. I'm thinking today they they darkened him a little bit to get more contrast. Let's take a look. SpongeBob differences. <laughs> Patrick. Legend. This wrestling match is epic right now on top of the burger. This needs to be a match. This needs to be a thing. Oh, how could I talk about SpongeBob and not mention the NFL and what they've done with SpongeBob and Nickelodeon? Now, what I'm going to say is this. I think it's great. I think it's a good idea for a video game. On paper, it's a good idea. Maybe a comic book, maybe a, a, an episode, or I don't know. Or, But a video game, for sure. Like, And they didn't do it in the video game. But now I'm seeing SpongeBob SquarePants and Nickelodeon actually in live NFL feeds. Now, I don't know what you guys think about that. But I feel like it's... They don't contrast at all. Maybe if you're trying to sell it, like, look, when they used to do backyard baseball, that's a classic, by the way, that's a classic scene right there of Patrick and SpongeBob uh, going off in the sunset. But no, like I was saying, so if you go back, you know, the difference 
Fuck, I don't remember what I was talking about. <laughs> yeah, well, fuck you too. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> what was I saying? What was I talking about? Well, it doesn't matter. Fuck, it doesn't matter, right? So what I was going to say is, look, the differences between the SpongeBob's is when you go to SpongeBob and you have the old SpongeBob. Oh, you guys are right. He's darker. I'm an idiot. He's darker back then. He's a lot lighter now. Maybe it's my uh, my my monitor. It's my screen. Because you know what, guys? Okay. No, I might be wrong. It depends how you look at it. Nobody's showing me the real differences. I'm just trying real hard to find out what the fuck I was talking about. <laughs> okay. All right, all right, all right. No, 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 I'm still looking at Spongebob pictures and it's, it's not giving me what I want. Spongebob differences. It's just giving me puzzle games to find spot the differences. Ah, rule <laughs> rule 34. Am I right with the fucking Spongebob dumbass? Oh, we all love you, Spongebob. We all love you. To the bitter end, we got a better friend than Spongebob Squarepants. I don't know how else to end it. Uh, what do you guys think? Listen, with a show like SpongeBob, been playing all these years, are you guys still feeling it? Are you guys still in the zone? I'm trying to get the spark back. I'm trying to feel it for SpongeBob. And it's a show that I know I like, I know I'll always like, but it's it's always a winner. And sometimes the winners need to lose and they have lost and you just want everything to come back to the way it was, right? Am I right? At the end of the day, so you just wish they would stop butchering the old shows. And that's what I meant when I was talking about the NFL. So when it comes to the NFL and you see SpongeBob, I just see that there's it doesn't feel like a good pairing. It feels like a terrible pairing. It feels like it feels like the complete opposite of what you should be having in a football player. If you're in a locker room in the football NFL and you see a guy with a SpongeBob fucking shirt or tight pants on, Obviously, today you're going to probably laugh and have a go. But I'm just thinking the NFL in the 80s and 90s, there's no way. And I just think the NFL is just trying to get a younger audience. And if you guys are up for it and, and all for the football, by all means, go for it. But I just feel that for a video game, sure. But for the actual football organization, it'd be like if the NHL, like I, I like hockey. It'd be like if the NHL decided to take decided to take family guy or you know and just put peter griffin's goalie pads and you know what i mean or homer simpson the simpsons and all the helmets were blue or yellow i think it'd be a disrespect to the sport is all i'm saying and i think it's a disrespect to the cartoon as well let's put it that way why why does the cartoon need to be mixed up with a sport maybe do it once do like you know what i'm saying do it once it's a it's a special little event but now you're merging companies. You're merging brands. And next thing you know, you're going to have the SpongeBob NASCAR. They probably already have some, right? They have cigarettes on cars. SpongeBob's going to become an advertisement commodity. Sell a pair of underwear, put SpongeBob on. They're already doing it, right? They're already doing it on bananas. You got Disney characters on bananas. You guys have seen that, right? By the way, I'm collecting those stickers. If you guys are doing that, I'm taking the stickers off and I'm putting them on a, on a little sheet. And I've got about 20 of them. And I'm just seeing, I'm just grabbing as many as I can. I just got the uh, the one from Soul. 
the uh, the really good movie from Disney. They actually made a really good movie. Soul, Soul's really good. Check that one. We got uh, Bugs Life, Buzz Lightyear, Bo Peep. I, you know, all, tons of them. So if ever you guys are picking those up, keep the stickers. They're worth collecting. And uh, it's fun. Why not? Have a good time. Watch a cartoon. Enjoy. Hope you guys are enjoying the tune along stuff. I'm going to try and do it as long as I can. There's so many episodes out there. I want to keep talking uh, while my mind is still uh, there so that, you know, by the time you watch a cartoon, a few years go by, you, you know, you're not going to probably watch them for a long time. There's there's too many shows to go by where you, there's not enough time for you to watch all of them again. Same with movies. Same with books. So I figured as long as I'm moving forward, I might want to just document my thoughts on what I'm watching, what I'm thinking as I'm watching it. And uh, as you, I know what you're thinking, well, you're not going to have time to go back and listen to your recordings. Right. But maybe in the future, I might pop by and just say hi to the old self. And I just wanted to share it with uh, with everybody. And maybe if you're going through a tough time or you guys are watching some, some shows or you're having a great day, either way, rain, shine, or, or snow, uh, come and hang out. Come and check out the podcast. Go to the website when it's up and running. Go to uh, Twitter and Facebook and all that stuff. I'm going to put more content. And uh, let me know if you guys want to hear more stuff. We're going to end it there. That's the podcast for tonight. It's Monday, Tuesday morning, Monday night, one and thirty in the morning. And I'm hoping to do a live stream. I want to do a live stream where we can be on for four hours and really just put our feet up on one, relax. No no restraints. No stress. Just enjoy the the company. Enjoy what's going on. Enjoy just uh watching some shows maybe reading a book together or what playing a video game honestly playing a video game is pretty dope i was playing samurai jack the other day i wanted to, i got a few more games i want to go through at the same time but i got to figure up the setup like i said the reason we're back on the podcast after such an absentee is a few reasons a few excuses i really should have done more but uh some equipment broke uh time restraints and i was all also putting when I say time restraints, I was just dedicating more time on other aspects of the site and the um, the YouTube channel. So the the podcast took a little bit of a backseat, but I want to bring it back. I want to go full steam ahead and, and just keep talking about some cartoons, video games. It's not only about cartoons. When I say too long, I just mean come and hang out, come and chill, come and have a, a friendly voice with you and... Uh, you know, you guys are always welcome to have a voice yourself. Like I said, on the on the website, we're going to have a forum, a uh, comment section. And on YouTube and Twitter, you guys can always message there. We're always on the in the zone and ready to communicate whenever we need to. So with that being said, uh, have a good evening, have a good night, and stay safe. Go ahead and watch another episode. I might watch an episode for myself. And uh, be seeing you soon. I hope so. Subscribe. Bye-bye.